there. I'm going to kick it over to Jolie Lavie. Hi. Hey. Hey. All right, first of all, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is kind of exciting, kind of scary, kind of weird. Okay, I can understand. Thank God, Lilith is right here next (laughs) to me. All right, now you all are friends, right? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You all go back? Yeah. Five. Well, I've been doing burlesque now for five years, so I feel like I met Lilith my first year doing it with Sunhouse Sweethearts. Yeah. And, And... Probably Robot or Revenge Robot of the Bo- Nines. Yeah. I was the stage manager <laughs> oh, for Robot okay. Nines. Oh, okay, yeah. Or assistant stage manager or something to that effect. I don't remember which one, but it, yeah, I was teching for Robot Nines. Okay, you and, got those background yeah. technical skills then, too. That's, oh, yeah. That was my, yeah. Global line personnel. So yeah. you'd be like, yeah, I see y'all on stage. Thank you all that. I can you why you ain't no. <laughs> In this, he's smoking for some reason. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but that's correct. That is what's going on yeah. with the drink in hand. Oh, of course. I mean, Lights, come on. You know. <laughs> Stand by. You know, that's what's happening. All right. Wait, 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 what did you on Battle Nuns? You, were, you, were you the lights? Or were you, uh, I actually, I think I called the show. I, I think, think so, too. I called the show. It mm-hmm. has been five years. And so plugging something else right now, but I remember watching this show and going, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Like literally turning around and going, what is going on right now? And, and, and fell in love with what these perlesquers do. So, <laughs> so it was like kind of natural that eventually I'd be like, yeah, I kind of want to kill someone too <laughs> while I dance, you know? Okay. So, mm-hmm. So that's how that's we lure how we everyone met. in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she, she had me at let me kill or something like that, probably. Yeah. So, Ooh. yeah. Okay. Now, that draws infectious. I, I can attest to that myself. I've been to so many of these shows mm-hmm. uh, because I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of what's on screen, but also, like, and maybe in intermission or before or after the show, you can actually meet the people. Right. And I'm like, wow, y'all are just as, like, goofy and nerdy as me. Oh, Very yeah. goofy. Very much the nerd. I mean, to be on something called the Geek Down was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's many times when I've hashtag Black, Black Nerds Unite. Oh, all right. Or a bunch of us love graphics and comics. Yeah. You know, uh, okay. a bunch of us are visual artists also. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of us really enjoy music, if not musicians. So you just really see a cross of, you know, nerdism with artistry. It is yeah. what it is. All right. Well, dude, I'm cool. I'm, I'm glad I I'm, I'm glad I can have y'all on to talk about this stuff because getting to know the performers is one of the main reasons why I go to a lot of shows that I go to because I'm like these cats do an art do an art, which is cool. But also knowing that I have some you know uh, other level, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can I can meet them on. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Absolutely. You know, finding out yeah. stuff like I love Vin Diesel movies. But find out this Me dude too. plays D and D too. I'm like, what? Oh, there's a big group of us. (laughs) (laughs) The things that we end up finding out that we like, Mm -hmm. um, especially like, especially like, I'm sure you get it. We're a black nerd. It's a, it's a whole other kind of thing, especially for a black woman. It's like, oh, she's a nerd. She totally likes nerdy things too. And so I end up finding out that, oh, something random, like, Mm. Like Iron Pogs, Maiden, you know, or okay, Pogs, yeah, you know. Go. I I went with something cool, but <laughs> damn, you know, I throw me into the book. Kind of thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I heard your example, but I went with some cool boo boo. <laughs> but you know, just kind of really, just off the wall. I think unusual likes and 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 appreciation that we have, like uh, got that Merkin Gady behind. Well, last night we had. Uh, 
Sweet and Low from New York mm-hmm. at um, her story. You, you interviewed Anne Frankenstein about that last year. And she sung opera while Whoa. she was stripping. I yeah. mean, are you kidding me? And the thing is, I love opera. Mm-hmm. I love a good aria. Okay. And Aria will give me the goosebumps. I am that person on my Spotify. Yes, I have opera, you know, a playlist or what have you. And when she was singing, I ran out and my, you know, I'm like this the whole time, like I would be with any operatic talent. And she's singing and she's taking off her clothes and my, I'm starting to tear up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, oh, like that is so adorable. The 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 nerds. Thing, but it warmed in. my the, the cockles of my heart as you said. <laughs> so I feel like when I'm working with folks like Lilith and, and I'm working with the burlesque Boston folks, it is those little things come out, mm-hmm. you know, just because we are um, in burlesque does not mean that we do not enjoy the classics and classical things oh, and we're oh. cultured. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, hold on, let me hit you with a little. <clears throat> oh, oh, my, yeah. India, more India. Oh my more God! India. Yeah, you didn't know I had a chop. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm sorry. This is all I have. No, that's. Soto voce, soto voce, sola. I don't know. Oh my God! <laughs> that was yeah. a moment. So that easy. was. I know. See how easy <laughs> I am. So I'm so. I. Oh no, my I God! I will listen. <laughs> no, I've sounded like this since I was nine years old. So what they used to make me do is, uh, no, I used to sing um, operas and arias. Oh my god! Uh, at, it was never by choice. I eventually grew. Oh, uh, so, sorry. I eventually grew to like Frasier, so I learned a little more about oh, it. Oh, okay. But no, they'd have me sing um, like random songs in front of the whole school when I was in the fifth grade. I'm like, well, I don't want to get up there at a ten year old. Were you always this low? No, no, I. I, I was kidding. I didn't say, oh my. hey, mama, I heard they got a lot of pops. Can I get a red one? <laughs> <laughs> no. But you can sing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Whoa, people. Yeah. Um, Hidden talent. Was, oh, uh, my goodness. Wow. Just to get him that. Yeah, no, please. But right. now you know what my weakness is <laughs> and, uh, when I fan. Oh, so me. Sein Freund Oh, so... Okay, I'm going to stop. Stop. Okay. stop my interview. <laughs> sorry. And, and I'm sorry. Now I'm being the fan, as usual. No, no. There you, there, everybody out there who knows me know. If I go to a show <laughs> and or I'm watching you, I'm probably the loudest fangirl. And, and yeah, so I'm right, sure well, people are we're gonna finish not show surprised. The oh, that's yeah. the best. Yeah. I love when you're on stage and you can like hear a specific person. <laughs> My favorite is uh, I I love making Saki Tumi laugh. So if I'm doing a performance and I hear her laugh, I'm just like, yes, yes it best. worked. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. Oh, geez. yeah, because you hear certain on. voices. Yep. Yep. All right. So then, speaking of being on stage and targeting the no, um, <laughs> let me know the deal with United. Colors uh-huh. of burlesque. There you go. <laughs> a performers of color extravaganza. So, United Colors of Burlesque is happening on Sunday, July 22nd, this coming Sunday. Doors are at 7 p.m., shows at 7.30, and we like to make that clear because we know that 
usually people show up at shows at eight, so I was trying to. Why, why are you gonna look at me when you say that? You well, no, and like it's strolling in. No, as it, it's really on us because I feel like we're so used to as audience members going at eight. So I was real. I'm so adamant that that has to be out there. Doors are at seven. Seven doors. Seven thirty. Show over. Then go home after and drink <laughs> a lot while you're there. All right. But drink responsibly. <laughs> okay, now if performers of color, right. uh, can you tell us like who we're gonna see or who we might? Oh, see? absolutely! I am so excited and fangirling mm-hmm. for our our lineup. We have Ahor Fajistan, who is a wonderful drag queen, just a wonderful person. This is Kareem. Kareem is uh, just a great soul. I got a chance to go to a workshop. Um, at the dance complex where a lot of us take classes and a lot of us rehearse mm-hmm. and uh on and it was on the dancing queerly festival or, or the workshops that they were having and um just to be able to see kareem in that light and and being able to share experiences and, and teach me teach me because i'm i'm learning about picking up new skills yeah so picking up new skills, and so that was wonderful. And then you know, that's, I just had to say that because it's a whore Majesty for God's sake. That's <laughs> the name. Now shout them out, shout them out. Exactly. And then we have, and I, I think I have the list memorized at this point. And then after that, we have James Bondage, Anger and Denise. We have, and I apologize that I'm going to say this wrong because we're just meeting, but uh, we have a couple, a dance couple okay uh, they're not a couple together but they are doing um some partner dancing and i'm so excited and it's my guy and i'm not saying this right please forgive me i will kiss you when i see you <laughs> and her and her partner's name is espada. espada and yeah i'm real excited to have them do some ballroom burlesque honey well, please. Pause, 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 <laughs> please. Right, pause right there ballroom ballroom burlesque, burlesque is what i'm what, what, I'm is, what is that with. about i will have to when i saw the i saw her, she was at, she won Lucky 13, Rogue's Lucky 13. Oh, okay. And so when I decided to um, have this show, I was like, you know, reached out, I think, to Brandywine and was like, you know, get her, I want her, I want her. So she sent me. I demand I demand one. her. <laughs> her. And so she, she was the one, she, what she sent in for a video, I asked everyone to send in, kind of like, what do you think you would do? This is about you. This The theme is you. It's, there's no, like. Hey, you got to be this culture, you got to be that culture. It's about just you and what you want to present. And she sent in what we saw for Lucky 13, which was fine. But then she was like, oh, I, you know, do ballroom. And I was just like, I don't care, yes. You know, so (laughs) it was just one of those moments. And it just so happens that a friend knows a spotter from the ballroom world. So I got, you know, that it was, okay, they're good, they're good. Mm -hmm. So I am excited to see what ballroom burlesque is. The pictures of them are, like, hot. So All right. I think it's going to be hot. So that's that. Ingrid Denise is a new, a newbie burlesker who I'm really excited to have. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she, that's a new name for us. Look we, at you bringing them out. Listen, we have we have the veterans. I wanted veterans. I wanted newbies. Um, different voices. We have Dahlia Starrett, honey, please. Know, know you know, <laughs> that's that's a veteran and, and a worker, and I can't wait. And we have my I'm lipstick criminal. Shout out lipsticks criminal. Shout out crimes. Hey girl, <laughs> said I would do that. Hi. Um, we have es- Esmeralda Picante. Picante. Um, yes, Picante. Esmeralda Picante. Picante. Oh, 
Oh, I ain't saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's FCC, you know, but it's, you know. Uh, I oh, might it's have out there. It's it. out there yeah. now. We're going to get letters. So, I'm going to send you the bill. Yes, yeah, yeah, send me the bill. But um, Picante. And then um, we have um, from the Lips of Criminals, Pink Mink, veteran. Miss Pink Mink will also be part of the show. Then we have the legendary Benji Bombay, <laughs> who just became a Sir Lusk. Oh, yes. good for Remember Celeste, so Benji Bombay and oh, Fonda Feely. I've, I've seen so much of Benji Bombay. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't mean performances. I mean, literally, just uh, that, that character leaves very little to the imagination yeah. and takes it, <laughs> leaves, takes it all off on stage. Yes, Benji is fearless, and we're just going to get some of Benji, and I'm excited. And like I said, Benji's a new member of Celeste, as well as Fonda Feely, and we got a shout-out to Fonda. Yeah, Fonda, Fonda former com- correspondent on this show. Really? really? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That. Uh, this was years ago. This was back uh, at the old studio, Tom. I think it was before you were with us. Oh, in Central Square? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. shout out Fonda Feeling. Love you, babe. Hey, Fonda. Good to, good to see you doing big things. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and then, who did I miss? I feel like, oh, yeah, I'm in it kind of, sort of. <laughs> I keep forgetting that part. Yeah, I have not done my bio. Oh, I have not done <laughs> Anything that I'm supposed that they did. Okay. When you're the uh, producer, it's fine. It's like the last minute you're like, you can just write I'm it yourself. I'm sitting there going through the checklist going, who the hell didn't give me what I needed? <laughs> counting it well, up no, on you your fingers. You got to like, drop yeah, that hammer. Yeah. yeah, I'm counting the numbers and it's like, Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. It's like, bang doing this, bang doing this, right. bang doing this. And producer... Can I say the name? Right. Yep. And producer Cassandra Charles right. handling none of your goddamn business. <laughs> I don't take that. Bold type. Exactly. Mm. Do your thing. Like yell at myself. Charge myself. Mm. <laughs> right? All so right. then let's see. Who else do we have? Who do I did who am I whom am I forgetting? Oh. Pole champion. Pole dancer from Slut Cracker, Miss Raina Gold. I know Raina Woo. Gold. We had Raina Gold on the last Sextacular uh, show. Right? Yes. So I dude. walked in. So can I tell you about the Sextacular Lay it show? Lay on us. Lay it on us. And walking in. So, of course, you know, it's a pole. I'm a techie. I got to see where this is going to work. <laughs> so she's like, oh, I'll be a Sextacular. I'm like, all right, I'll come in during tech and I'll see. I walk in. She's doing this spin and goes into second position on her high heels and just dips down. And the song, I, 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 I want to, I, please send me the song right now. Okay, I can, I can find it. Right. It's a, yeah, we maybe can find the song. But she did this move that I just was, and once again, here, you know, I'm like this, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so that just was blow mind-blowing to watch i've seen her in you know slutcracker we were in separate casts i didn't get to see her all the time uh do her thing so watching that and knowing that she's gonna bring all that fierce pole dancing oh yeah no the acrobatic the pole show. dance will get me there alone i think that's you know the one of the biggest draws i'm, I'm sure everyone will hate it you know what well my please. god i can't wait plebeians right we'll, we'll, we'll. right no, no um one of the things that really, uh, really draw, caught my attention here is it's called it's you're calling you call it United Colors, right? Um, it's emphasized <laughs> that it's a POC show. Correct. To most folks, that means oh, it's going to be a bunch of black folks on there, but no, right. you've covered the spectrum. I've covered the spectrum. I mean, one of the things that when I came up with the name, I mean, I'm aging. I'm sure I'm aging myself and a bunch of other people. It came from United Colors of Benetton. Please don't sue me. I'm not <laughs> stealing your TM. I am not trademarking anything. I am not. 
selling anything. But the reason why it came to my mind is that for me, that campaign, my back in my muggle old school days, I used to be an account executive in marketing and promotion. So. <laughs> <laughs> you seem so, like you had so much fun doing Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I... I it, I mean, my clients were Corvo tequila and like fun stuff, so it was fun, but a lot of work. It is not partying, let's be clear. But um, one of the I've, so I've always been drawn to commercials, and I just am a commercial and pro, you know ad person, mm -hmm. and so I'm gonna be the one that's like, nope, only take two seconds for somebody to see something. Da, 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 da. So I follow that kind of trend, yeah. and so United Colors of Benetton was one of the campaigns that I liked as a teenager. Because we were rocking the clothes when you could afford them. But back then you could, you know, work and buy clothes only. And so it was always a campaign that I was drawn to because it was one of the first campaigns where you would see people of color. And by that I don't mean, you know, a, a very light-skinned African-American woman that day straightened her hair and, and, and gave her some rouge and she looks European. No, these were Africans. These were people from, you know, China, from from actual countries outside of ours mm -hmm. that weren't looking European. And so that was like my first kind of, oh, wow, you know, we're talking, let's, let's take this back. We're talking back when black women used to perm their hair. And, that, and, and I know that reference for my age group is like, whoa, you know what I mean? That's back in the day. So even the consciousness of not conking our hair or burning our hair wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So to see a natural haired woman from Africa who's 10 times shades darker than I was mm -hmm. and looking gorgeous and wearing beautiful colors, beautiful colors, because Benetton have beautiful colors. Yes, they did. And they just had a very eye-catching um, campaign. And I apologize. I did have this in my notes where I do have a PowerPoint presentation of my building of this show. And, um, All right, <laughs> so, this, this is radio. We can only do so much to help you there. I, as I point to the slide. <laughs> um, so the old habits, you know, never die. No, I built, I, I I built you, it like know. it was a campaign. And no. so part of it was researching the guy who was the, was the creator of this campaign. And mm -hmm. in, in, um, they are out of Germany. And um, just the various campaigns that they did and how they shocked. They shocked people with putting AIDS, the first AIDS hospice kind of uh, patients. Those were some of their 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 um, models. Um, they were one of the first to to show trans at that time because it, it you know maybe a little bit more femme in men, a little bit right around the time of it was the late 90s early around the 90s so this is right around when lbgtq was just being okay you know it was it was that time everybody was making a, a a shout out so um and there was also a campaign where he had two world leaders kissing so they would have like obama and maybe putin kissing <laughs> And it was like, uh, let's get along. And I, I'm, I'm, I uh, feel like there is an Obama with someone else, but they've always I don't been. Know a how I feel about that, right? And not because, not, not because it's any kind on any kind of like. It's just we don't. I want... just think Barack can do better. Right. <laughs> right. I, I'm, I'm just saying. But, but that's the he point. He can get Justin. That, that, um, yeah. Justin Trudeau. We'll go with that because the two of them on horseback. I could see those two on horseback. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, holding hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shirtless. We'll Shirtless. Yeah. yeah. See, y'all, y'all think it's too small, man. I need to see both of them doing the boogaloo down. Oh, because <laughs> yeah. they can. I feel, and I feel, I feel like, like Justin would probably he, give us a lot yeah, more dip. He's got, he's got a little, yeah. he's got a little bit of soul. Yeah. In yeah. I, think he can, I he kind can, of feel like, like the music will come on and we'll be like, oh mm. snap. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be right. Obama and Trudeau doing the cha-cha Listen, slide down. And you're just right now, you're probably making a lot of burlesque people happy and giving dreams of this as an act or something, or from something that probably happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I, 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 I want I want I want uh three to five percent of the uh, the drink sales if it, if it goes down. <laughs> we'll let them right. know. It's documented. Yeah. We'll it's documented. Let them know. All right. But um yeah so. Um, All right, so people of color co- yes. is is encompassing. That's one thing it's I wanted to get at because, right. because that's deep. Mom, uh, 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 well, especially most ethnic groups, mm-hmm. and I guess not through the fault of uh, the burlesque world in itself, because mm-hmm. I've found there, I've, I've, it's, I'm hard pressed to find uh, more accepting mm-hmm. and more open um, uh, field of artistry, uh, but still it tends to fall into certain groups. And people of color don't really get that much representation. Well, I almost mean, almost by default. Right. And I mean, that's uh, just across the board. We could be here all night talking about the lack of diversity in Boston, period, in mm-hmm. the arts. I mean, mm-hmm. before this, I was a tech, and one of the things, yeah. and I did a lot of community theater. Mm-hmm. I wasn't SAG, and what happens with, um, I know, for the black artists, at least the ones that I work with, as far as the theater stage work, uh, the African-American artists, um, a lot of them leave Boston because they can't get work here. Or when you are building your resume or you're building your, you know, your portfolio, you got to leave to go get that portfolio built. And then when we're dealing with the, and that's the professional houses, so when you're dealing with the community houses, a lot of the black actors are sad. So you can't hire them because they're union. They're not mm. stupid. They're going to make sure they go, you know, sometimes, and I don't mean not stupid because community theater is awesome and that's where I've always been for tech. No, I lost out to that once. I was yeah. I was up for um the uh, voice of uh, Telemony, Cleopatra's brother, oh, in a wow. video game. And oh. I lost out. I, the black guy, lost out to a white actor. Playing because, an Egyptian. Mm-hmm, uh, because he was SAG. And... I was the only African American, and I knocked it out. I had it until he stepped in. It's like, well, we have a SAG actor, so because uh, we have one union, everyone else has to be union. I'm like, but, right. but, 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 but it sounds like this. Right. And you want the depth. <laughs> and you want the depth. Yeah. Exactly. You can go James Earl Jones, or you can right. go Ernest Varney. You know, right. which direction do you want for your Egyptians? Oh, wow. Yeah. James Earl Jones, mm. for sure. Yeah, so, no, I feel, so I feel that. Yeah. So did, it was, I would get a lot of requests from, like, directors and, like, Cassandra, do you know any, you know, someone who could play, you know, especially when we did something like For Color Girls? <laughs> Or you know, cat in a hot tin roof, like you know, and that's not a, that. And I mean that one because they're the the people of color in cat on a hot tin roof, Tennessee Williams. You know, they're they're the they're the they're the housekeepers and the and those folks. And we could only find one. I could only find one person who would play, Damn. and not because we. It, I literally could not find anybody. Like literally, everyone was either booked or somewhere else or SAG so that happens I think across the board and I don't think it's uh, um with the burlesque community Boston is super white I'm just gonna go ahead and say that and that's I hear fair. it's super, I, don't, I don't know what you mean I haven't white. seen 
any <laughs> Caucasian. Right. I'm and look I, around and this room. For, for those of y'all that, that, that are watching the video, right. you you, you really got to realize Jolie and I are the are are, right. are filling the quota of ethnicity for this part of town. Yeah. So true. Yeah. It's so true. And it's not that we feel uncomfortable. At least I don't. I've always, I, I, I was raised in Boston. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm used to it. <laughs> I know. He's kind of scary. But um, so I'm kind of used to it where I feel like I've met people outside of Boston who are white and will move here and be my friends and go, where are all the other people besides white people? <laughs> like, that's who I hear this from. Mm -hmm. People who move here who don't know or, you know, or those of us who live here. So across the board, we're already used to that. You know, that's not, I'm not saying it's okay. What I'm saying is that we're used to it. Um, I think when it comes to trying to bring the diversity to the stages, to the theaters, whether it's burlesque, whether it's dance, whether it's a stage play, whether it's music, Boston is, it, it, there's not enough of us. Mm. So when we are here, here's my advice. Make some noise. Mm -hmm. Make some noise. And I mean that to the to the of the, the people of color and the white people because even today one of the things things that I've kind of accepted was building this show has made it, it, I've had some emotional moments as a person of color, as a woman of color, as a, as an African-American woman, as a Haitian-American woman. Mm, Haitian. You know, just that subculture starts to go into Haitians. What Haitian, you know, is like, oh, yeah, go, go, go do burlesque. I said, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah. It's not a, it's not a, it's not culturally, you it's know. It's not culturally accepted. Accepted, and, and, right. And any West Indian culture has that whole. Um, Stigma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a, like a definite standoffishness towards anything. Right. Related to. Um, that level of openness with the right. body. Besides winding your body down or beating a vagabond, you know what I yeah. mean? So it, it's just things like that. So there's that subculture. So that means, you know, I'm I'm building this show. I'm trying to do this. You know, I need family and friends to support me. Then I go to the performers of color. Now, one of the things that I have kind of went like, oh, okay, is that it's up to you to decide if you're a person of color. And I felt like there were there was some kind of like I don't want to call it backlash. That's not what it is. There was some questioning about whether someone identifies as a person of color, and that wasn't up to me to say that. Um, and that you know that went with just do we allow someone to be in the show? Does this person really identify as a person of color and can represent what it is they're representing? I, I really thought of it like I had people come up to me and say, okay, well, what about this person? And what about that person? And you, you, it's, I, I, why are you questioning if they decide that they're a person of color or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or it, it, and There's that a came level of, of misunderstanding that I right. think falls into a lot of people's heads where it's just like, well, am I uh, qualified enough? Right. Right, right. I did have, like, you know, I had friends who I could, you know, I'm going, you've always been a person of color to me. Like, that's how you I identify. Um, so. Excuse me, Jolie. I got, but, I got I got a question about whether or not I qualify. Right. I want to know if I can fit in this here thing you're doing. It's like, okay, it's like, okay Bertram, you're from, you're, 
you know, uh, Londonderry. Maybe you should back off. <laughs> I mean, if Virgin from Londonderry considers considers themselves uh, a person of color, then that's, you know what I mean? That was, it really was. It wasn't just, it's, it was, and I'm not calling anybody out. I'm saying this with love, that there was there were people that participating in the show going, wait a minute, do I qualify? And I was like, oh, my God, like, wow, like, this really made people stop and go, okay, you know, where do I lie in this person of color spectrum? And then it turned into conversations about light skin, dark skin. It turned into conversations about biracial uh, folks. And then it turned into conversations of LBGTQ, black identification, where, the you know, we have a very wonderful population of queer black women in the community uh, where we do our shows. I, as a I, you know, straight woman who works in queer art and works a lot with, you know, just this is my family. I was concerned about what they would think. What do the what do my sisters in that community think? Because am I am I representing? Am I giving people an actual opportunity to get up there? Do they feel like they can get up there and say? you know, I am under this umbrella of United Colors of Verlas. So it was, there were really a lot of moments of me going, oh, wow. And if and if you know me, you know I hate feelings. You know that. <laughs> we all know that, right, Lilith? Oh, like, yeah. I oh. hate that. And I get them, but, oh, that's why I tech. Because you can go in the booth, smoke your cigarette. <laughs> Stand by, you know, and not feel feelings. And I've had a lot. I can feel feelings welling up now about this. So. All right. Well, yeah. Before you before you go too deep into that, I'm not saying that's why a show like this is important. And we want as many folks uh, uh, that can come check it out to check it out. We want those butts in the seats. Absolutely. Yeah. I want your. I want diversity in the audience. I am excited that our usual fantastic audience members are coming in. Oh my God! Like I'm so excited that like people bought tickets way back and but i'm really excited about the people who've never been to a burlesque show that's always the best getting brand new people to come to your show and you know share what you are bringing but also i think this is certainly more meaningful for you than like for my mad max show no, no. <laughs> that's just it mad max here's what happened with all the other shows that i got lucky enough to lord have mercy to do for the past three months <laughs> <laughs> thank you, producers, for having me. I'm exhausted, but thank no, you. No, I, I saw I saw your Eartha kit. Okay, that is an earned <laughs> spot. Well, I mean, all the shows <clears throat> since Slutcracker have offered me an opportunity to bring to bring my groundedness, is what I like to call it. I bring some African into all my pieces, whether folks know it or not. But even wait, hold uh, on a wait, wait. You mean new black? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Some, sometimes. And then sometimes you'll never know who I am as I'm speaking to you. Uh, as one of my friends said to me, who was white, and called me out. <laughs> called me uh, a Becky. I was like, oh my God, touch my pearls. Yeah. But anyways, that's yeah. all a different well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. I want to address what she said about the Mad Max. Uh, it, it, your Mad Max was important. Was like, all the shows are important because guess what? I got an opportunity to be in those shows. So guess what? Like, even T. Lawrence's 30th birthday, he asked me to do what kinds of piece. I'm doing African dance with a drum. That's what we did. She, you know, they asked me to do um, Witness the Wasteland. 
And I know everybody was like, Tina, Tina. And in my head, I'm like, I am not going to do Tina justice. Because <laughs> there's too many shows. And I need to be, if I'm going to do Tina, it's got to, you know. But in my head, I'm like, oh, you know, here's my opportunity to talk about, like, my character who's, like, kind of a a, a, a great-great-great-granddaughter of the Haitian revolutionist Moise and all that. So there's a, you know, my comic book thing, and here comes my black graphics. Hey, I'm a big up, you know, my black my black graphic people. So right around that time, I'm developing this piece, and it's for Witness the Wasteland. I'm doing things like meeting up with my good friend Barrington Edwards, you know, talking to, to, at the library, talking about graphics, exposing my niece to black you know, female graphic artists and, and really going into that world, working with um, kids at Mass College of Art on on developing black characters for their comic books and things like that. So full coverage. Yeah. Awesome. So it doesn't, okay. that's what I mean. It wasn't like I was saying, oh, let me just do this show. Like it was, I need to do this and, and delve myself into this too and, and be able to teach about my culture mm-hmm. or what it is I need, you know, about myself, about mm-hmm. um. But when I thought about the United Colors of Burlesque, it was like, what's the theme? What's the theme? I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> You're the theme. Like, you know, with all these questions of, of, of how people were feeling about their, their, um, their race or their culture or where they're from or not knowing where they're from. Or I've had, you know, I, I, I've got friends who were... You and I, you probably know our lineage a little bit better. I feel like when you're from an island, there's a little bit of a of a knowing versus being an African American, and things got lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that I make do. sense? So I've had yeah. friends in that outside of burlesque who we've had these like kind of deep conversations or kind of reminding what it was like to be young and Haitian and you know that you getting teased for being Haitian and you're like well I don't understand this I was born here you know and it's like that kind of argument and the the relationships I've developed with these people who used to tease me mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and yeah, so like at teaching some point you were different right I was different link. exactly mm-hmm. so and I'm st- but, it, but it's it's still a thing it's well, still it's always a, thing, gonna be a right? thing but the way the way I look at it is it's always going to be a thing. You can accept it and find the good that exists within right, that, right. or you can let it destroy you. And exactly. the thing is, when we find the good, we Go end up it. expanding. Exactly. We, we become our best selves. Exactly. We meet people like Lilith mm-hmm. and Tom mm-hmm. and Johnny. Exactly. Or we get to go, do cool stuff like Beyond, beyond the um, Geek beyond Down. Beyond the Geek we get, Down. Yeah, exactly. We get to you know, work in burlesque and be one of the most badass uh, uh, forces yeah. in the uh, on the Boston scene Thank today. Thank you. Oh, my God. Like, right. that... That's it. Like I, what, what, uh, I got to talking. be, a, I got to be, in, you know, all these shows and. Oh yeah. We, well, everyone loves you for two reasons. One, you are phenomenal. Like you are such a little powerhouse, and also you have such a positive energy. That's one of the like whenever I put together a show, I always try to think about like a few different things. What that person is going to bring to the show in terms of like on the stage and then also off of the stage. Mm-hmm. And I love working with you so I much. Love you just with you too. That's yeah, that's it. That really is it. It's it's it, it is a thing where again, I'm bringing out my Haitian in this. Real talk. Well, I'm t- I'm bringing out the Haitian in me on a lot of this because there is a lot of for me and it's the vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And also I'm a little bit older than a lot of these burlesquers. Uh, <laughs> 
Hogwash. <laughs> Poppy. No. So there's this, and you know, and it's not like I'm going, oh, you're, you're younger, you don't know anything. There is this level of going, there was a moment where I went to myself in dealing with United and dealing with vibes and trying to go, you know, okay, how, there was a moment when I went, oh my God, I just realized how much older I am than a lot of these folks. And it, it wasn't a diss to them, it was just me going, already been there, already been there, <laughs> already been there, know what's going to happen, oh my God. Like that, you know, they're just that kind of moment where you're just like, oh, yeah. And it's not a bad thing, but just like you see somebody or you see people going through certain things and you're like, oh, you know. So Mom, Mama going to school mom, you. Or, so. yeah, and I do. I sometimes will take on that mama role and, and or, you know, it's and sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's not. So I have to, I've kind of had to go, let me push back. Let me push back. I can't be mama. And I sure the heck don't know everything, especially about this burlesque world. And I am learning. And I I love that she said that they, she thinks about, Lila, excuse me. I love that Lila says that she thinks about the energy on and off the stage. And I think that that's important. And I think that when it comes to the performers of color, no Tino Shea white folks, but I feel like, the performers of color sometimes are quicker to, to think about the energy, are quicker to think about where their spirit lies with things. That is no tea, no shade. I just think that, again, being Haitian, culturally, oh my God, are they going to accept this? Culturally, is this okay? Culturally, maybe we're more on the Catholic side. I, you know mm. what I mean. You know, people from islands tend to be more on the Catholic. So it's things like that, or you're you from pull them out of that comfort zone. Right. You and are, and, and the, I feel like people of color. That that's it's it's sometimes a, yeah. It either keeps you keeps you going, mm. which is fine, or it it stops you. Well said. Yeah. All right. So now, so folks can actually uh, find. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, so I need. Uh, no, no, I'm so glad Lilith is here to hold my hand because uh, I am like nervous. About no, it got it got deep. It got deep, but let's not neglect the show itself. Where right. can folks? Oh yeah, come to, to the show, <laughs> Dad. Okay, well give us the details. Now. We are at Oberon Two Arrow Street in Cambridge, Mass, on Sunday, July twenty second. Doors at seven p.m. Shows at seven thirty p.m. We've got. 16 acts we've got drink specials based on a legendary burlesque dancers all right and we've got wonderful dancers we've got drag we've got pole honey please we've got wonderful crew we've got Oberon people and i hope we've got all of you there Oh, That's what I'm hoping. Tickets are between fifteen and twenty-five dollars. Please check the website. I'm gonna be in the house. Yes. Okay, and give us this website. Where can cats actually go? All right, you want to go to www.cluboberon.com, or you can also go to the arttheater.org. Correct? Is that right? We should know this by heart. I think right? it's American American Repertory, Repertory Theater.org. I think so. Yeah. So just and or you can go to the Facebook. If you like us on Facebook, follow us on Facebook. That'd be great because I really want past this show. I'm gonna keep the Facebook up um, because I want that 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 hopefully one day this turns into a continuous maybe festival one day for for performers of color. Not yeah? wood. So and thank you to can I just say thank you and so uh, the go, support go, go. from the burlesque community. Mm -hmm. 
is no joke. So thank you all from the burlesque community. Thank you all from the communities that we live in. Thank you to the performers that are doing this. I really appreciate it. And thank you, Pat, for having me and Lilith for holding my hand oh, and everybody so here. Thank you. All right, so the show is United Colors of Burlesque. It's at Oberon. Once again, the date is? July 22nd, this up and coming Sunday. All right, you can get tickets at www.cluboberon.com. Once again, Jolie, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.